Hello, and welcome to this week's Business Transformation 101 podcast. I am your host, Bill Fegis, and this week we are discussing pull systems. Material can be moved through a process by pushing it or by pulling it. A chain provides a good visual illustration of pull versus push. If a chain is stretched out on the ground and then pushed from one end, the links of the chain tend to pile up in a heap instead of moving smoothly forward. However, if the chain is stretched out on the ground and pulled from one end rather than pushed, the chain moves forward very easily and there is no piling up of the links. In the push case, the links piling up are analogous to inventory building up in the flow of material. A good example of a pull system exists at your local grocery store in the bread aisle. After the aisle has been restocked by the numerous bread suppliers servicing the store, the shelves are all fully loaded with fresh bread products. During the day, the shelves begin to empty as shoppers select products to buy and toss them in their shopping carts. By the next day, some of the products are almost gone from the shelves, while others may be virtually untouched. As part of their daily routine, a delivery driver from each bread supplier comes into the store's bread aisle and restocks each of their products so their shelves are full again. The restocking is driven by the customer pull of products off the shelf. If there was no demand, the driver does not have to restock that item. If there was demand, they restock the products that were consumed by the customers. Note that in this example of a pull system, the store does not have to order any of these products as they would in a push system. The driver restocks what was consumed the prior day and invoices the customer for the products that were replenished. Both the store and the supplier monitor the demand for each item and adjust the shelf space for each item to match the daily demand trends to avoid stockouts. Another example of a pull system is the ink replenishment service HP offers for its inkjet printers. In this system, the printer sends a message to HP when the ink level is low and HP sends replacement cartridges. The printer is pulling replacement ink cartridges as required. If there is a month with low printing activity, there would be no pull for replacement cartridges. If there is a month with extremely high printing activity, the printer could pull replacement cartridges multiple times during the month. Unlike a push system, this pull system automatically adjusts based upon demand. A monthly push system of delivering one set of cartridges per month would not address the demand swings resulting in too many cartridges on hand when demand is low and too few cartridges available when demand increases. Note that prior to implementing a pull system, the team should ensure that standard work has been deployed in the seller value stream. Operating a pull system without standard work and a good understanding of tack time will lead to failure of the system. In a properly designed cell that has implemented standard work, there is standard WIP, or work in process, set up for each step in the process to support one-piece flow through the cell. If there is a monument in the cell, as described in last week's Volume 12 podcast, the standard WIP would include inventory to implement a curtain so that the monument appears to be a one-piece flow process to both upstream and downstream processes. If there are impediments to one-piece flow, such as a monument or transportation distance, such as with suppliers and customers, a Kanban system can be implemented to maintain a pull versus push material flow. Kanban is a scheduling or signaling system used to implement a pull-based replenishment system. The simplest Kanban system is a two-bin system. As the name implies, this system utilizes two bins. 
These bins act as storage for the components and when empty, act as the Kanban signal to the supplier to replenish a bin. The quantity of components in each full bin, or the Kanban size, is calculated using the daily demand and the lead time required to replenish a bin. As an example, the customer requires 160 components per day from its supplier. The customer and supplier determine that the supplier will honor a lead time of five days to deliver a bin of components. Note that this lead time includes one day of transportation time from the supplier to the customer. Based upon the customer's daily demand of 160 components and the five-day lead time from the supplier to the customer results in the calculation for the Kanban size, which is number of components in each bin or Kanban size is equal to the lead time times the daily demand, which in this example is 160 components times five days or 800 components. To start the system, the customer has two bins of 800 components at the production cell. The cell begins consuming components at the rate of 160 per day from bin number one. In five days, bin number one is empty. The empty bin number one is a signal for the material handler to email the supplier a copy of the Kanban card attached to the bin. Upon receipt of this email, the supplier bin begins production of a bin of 800 components per the information on the Kanban card. Simultaneously, the production cell begins consuming components from bin number two of components. In four days, the supplier has fabricated a new bin of 800 components and shipped it to the customer. On day five, the customer receives the new bin of 800 components and materially handling takes it to the cell utilizing these components. At the end of day five, bin number two is empty and the cell begins consuming components from the newly delivered bin on day six. The empty bin number two, once again, is a signal for the material handler to email the supplier a copy of the Kanban card from bin two, thereby repeating the process. Note that for this two-bin Kanban system, the maximum level of component inventory in the cell is 800 components, even if demand drops to zero. The biggest challenge in a Kanban system is to ensure the Kanban sizes are adjusted if demand increases. If the demand is volatile, safety stock can be added to the system, either through adjusting the Kanban size by a safety stock factor or by adding an additional bin. The team should have a standard process for reviewing and resizing Kanban sizes to account for changes in demand and or changes in supplier lead time. This process should include a periodic review cycle, for example, every month or quarter, as well as a review triggered when there is a material change in customer demand or supplier lead time. Note that the inability to achieve one-piece flow and the need to provide inventory to implement a Kirtner Kanban is considered a failure since as noted in our Volume 16 podcast, inventory is one of the seven wastes. The team should always be striving to achieve one-piece flow and eliminate inventory whenever possible. In summary, pull systems provide a simple material control process that automatically adjusts to match customer demand. An increase in the customer demand, such that the customer is pulling products at a higher rate, will result in that higher demand rippling up through the value stream, signaling all the processes to produce at the higher rate to match the demand. Conversely, if the customer demand drops, the customer is pulling products at a lower rate, and this lower rate of demand will also ripple up through the value stream, signaling all the processes to produce at a lower rate to match demand. 
This approach also eliminates the need to schedule each process since the pull signal from the customer or from the downstream process will automatically tell the upstream process what to produce. Kanban is the signaling used to communicate the pull signal between processes, between the company and its customer, or between the company and its suppliers. One of the simplest Kanban systems is a two-bin system that uses an empty bin as a Kanban signal, i.e. when a bin is empty, it is sent to the upstream process to signal that the process needs to refill the bin in a predefined lead time and return it to the downstream process. The two-bin system minimizes WIP or work in process inventory and ties production to the customer demand, but is an inter interim solution to apply when one-piece flow cannot be achieved. The ultimate goal is to implement a one-piece flow system utilizing pull systems without the need for Kanban and its associated inventory. In the interest of continuous improvement, I invite feedback from our listeners. Please share your thoughts and ideas on these weekly podcasts, and feel free to suggest topics which you believe would provide useful information for you and our listeners. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, and please join us next week when our podcast discusses the 80-20 or Pareto principle.